thank you, Lord. Oh, Jesus, we thank you. We thank you for grace. We thank you for your loving kindness. Lord, we are looking to you. Lord, you're the author. You are the finisher of all faith. Lord, we continue to wait on you. Teach us, Lord, how to wait. Teach us, Lord, to depend on you. Teach us to trust in you. Lord, help us to trust in you with all our hearts. Not to lean to our own understanding. Help us, Lord, in all our ways to acknowledge you. Lord, you will direct our path. Lord, continue to be our guide. Even unto death, my God. Lord, watch over us and keep us. You are the good shepherd. Lord, you gave your life. You gave your life for us. You gave your life for the sheep. Father, we thank you. Keep us in your grace, O oh God. Keep us in your mercies. Lord, keep us in the palm of your hand as we wait. We wait on you, O oh God. Lord, we thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, Lord, we thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Fill our cups, Lord. I lift it up, Lord. Come, Lord. Come and quench this thirst in, in our souls. Bread of heaven. Feed us till we want no more. Oh, God, we thank you. We thank you for grace and love. We thank you for your light, your beauty. Oh, God. Sanctify us, we pray. Sanctify us, oh God. Keep us holy. Keep us holy, oh God. Keep us in love. Keep us in your perfect peace. Your peace that passeth all understanding. My God, we wait. We wait upon you, O God, more than they that watch for the morning. Oh, hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Lord, we cry out to you. We cry out to you, O God. Lord, we continue to wait. Lord, you said if we wait upon you, you would renew our strength, my God. We would mount up. 
Yes, Lord, we would mount up with wings as eagles. We would run and not be weary. Oh, God, we would walk in that faith. Teach us, Lord. Teach us how to wait. Teach us how to depend on you. Teach us how to trust in you. Yea, Lord, help us to trust in you with all our hearts. Not to lean to our own understanding. Oh, God, help us in all our ways to acknowledge you, oh God, as you direct our path. Oh, God, we thank you. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Lord, you promised to send help from the sanctuary. Lord, you promised to strengthen us out of Zion. Oh, God, we look to you. Send your anointing, we pray. Anoint us, O oh God, from the crown of our heads to the sole of our feet. Cleanse us from every wicked way, my God. Take not your Holy Spirit from us, but renew a right spirit within us. Create a clean heart in us, O oh God. Father, we thank you. <coughs> oh, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus Christ, open our understanding, open our minds, open our intellect, fill us, O oh God, fill us with that ever-flowing love, the love of God. Lord, help us to be one in love, help us to love one another, help us, O oh God, to love our neighbors as ourselves. In the name of Jesus. Oh, God, remember the ministers, Lord. Your ministering servants everywhere. Those that call upon the name of Jesus. Remember Bishop Batson, and Bishop Stevens, and Dr. Katenga. My God, in the name of Jesus. Minister Dawkins and Minister Horton. Minister Brown, Minister Son, Evangelist Katenga, my God. Lord, in the name of Jesus, we pray for all these. Remember Bishop Cole and Pastor Ratchery and Brother Millwood, my God, in the name of Jesus, Mr. Stubbs, his wife, Lord, all the people in that part of the vineyard. Father, we pray you start their heart. Remember Pastors Goodman and Britt and White and Richards, my God, in the name of Jesus. Oh, Lord, we give you thanks. Lord, help us to serve, help us to labor, help us to work, my God, and your savvy, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Oh God, remember Watch and Stevens and all those in the bronze we pray. Lord, you are worthy. Help us, oh God, to trust in you. Help us, oh God, to believe you, to take you at your word. Lord, we pray that we would take up the cross of Jesus Christ daily. Lord, we would follow you. Teach us, O oh God, as you open this a new day, as you show us new mercies, my God, open our understanding. Lord, we pray for kings and all those that are in authority, that we may have quiet and peaceable lives, presidents and governors and senators, and representatives, prime ministers, my God, members of parliament, we pray. Oh God, visit with them, my God. Give them right thoughts. Help them to take right actions in the name of Jesus. Remember the first responders and the armed forces, my God, in the name of Jesus Christ. Oh God, have your way. Have your way, we pray. In Jesus' precious name, <coughs> we say amen and amen. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. pray. Hallelujah. A pleasant good morning to you, you and you. Brother Brown here this morning. And it's so good to always be with you. In the name of Jesus Christ, as we say, and we know that you are a holy nation, you are a royal priesthood, 
you are a nation of kings and priests and it's always a privilege to be in your presence in the name of Jesus Christ today is Friday July 24th 2020 and this is the Master of Arts New Testament Letters program our topic today we told you before that we should suffer tribulation our topic today the Word of God tells us we should suffer tribulation there are many who will contrary to the Word of God try to tell you otherwise they will try to tell you that you will escape the ordinances of God the proclamations of God the things that God have set in store for this world and for his people but as we said contrary to scripture they are telling things out of their own mind and their own imagination the Apostle Paul wrote to the Thessalonians saying to them that we told you before that we the church the church should suffer tribulation we were appointed unto tribulation but not unto wrath there are some who through ignorance and not understanding the difference between tribulation and wrath conflate the two and out of their fears out of fear and not faith they try to make up doctrines that would make some seem to think that they would escape what the word of God has pronounced but not so we told you before that we should suffer tribulation as we said before so say I now again if any man preach any other gospel unto you than that you have received let him be accursed so there are those who will preach that you are going to escape tribulation all tribulation does is work at patience let him be accursed that is an accursed individual going against the Word of God I told you before now see I again that we should suffer tribulation according to the word of the Lord now in 2nd Thessalonians chapter 2 verses 3 and 4 we find these words let no man deceive you by any means for that day shall not come except there come a falling away first and that man of sin be revealed the son of perdition who opposeth and exalted himself above all that is called God or that is worshipped so that he as God seated in the temple of God showing himself that he is God now the word tells us that the day the day then we when we will be caught up yes that day that they say that they call the day of rapture but actually the rap word rapture is not in scriptures just like the word Trinity is not in scriptures these are things that they add to the Word of God contrary to the directives of God they add these words rapture and Trinity to deceive you but the word says let no man deceive you by any means for that day shall not come except there come a falling away first and that man of sin be revealed the son of perdition so the day of the Lord the day when Christ shall appear will not come unless first there are those who are gonna fall away from the church yes that will occur and the man of sin the Bible tells us that we've heard that Antichrist shall come and there are many Antichrists the spirit of Antichrist is already in the world the Word of God tells us but here this individual is gonna sit in the temple of God know ye not that your bodies are the temple of God so he's gonna sit there showing himself that he is God he is gonna be conceited narcissistic puffed up filled with pride showing himself that he's all things to all men showing himself that he's God the day of the Lord will not come until this takes place so let no man deceive you by any means now Paul goes on to tell us that we should beware you have to be on your guard you have to be observant you have to be attentive 
Beware, lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit after the tradition of men, after the rudiments of the world, and not after Christ. There are those who will prefer put forward a doctrine and another Jesus through their philosophical learning through the arts that they have learned, the crafts that they have learned, but their intent is to deceive you and spoil you after the tradition of men, after the ways and the operations and the mechanisms of the world, and not lead you after Christ. So you've got to be on your guard. How do you do that? Well, beloved, John wrote, believe not every spirit. You have to be skeptical sometimes. Bible says prove all things so you have to have a little bit of that skeptic in you beloved believe not ever spirit but try the spirits whether they are of God because many false prophets are going out into the world you have prophets profiteering yes the lovers of filthy lucre deceiving enticing and fleecing people who want to know more about God but you cannot just be naive and believe every spirit that comes to you with a word you have to push back and try that spirit to see whether it is of God because many false prophets are gone out into the world now the way to deal with all these incidents that we just mentioned is found in Colossians chapter 3 verse 16 it says let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom let allow retain keep adhere to hold on to the word of Christ let it abide dwell reside inhabit dwell in you richly in all wisdom doing what teaching teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs singing with grace in your hearts to the lord so paul wrote to the colossians telling them how they should be prepared how they should engage themselves so that they are able to withstand all the deception the entanglements the enticing of the world and remain in Christ. Do not be entangled again with the yoke of bondage. So Paul wrote, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. You got to be filled with the word. You got to know the word. There are many programs going over the airwaves and going through the air and over social media that will give you entertainment and all those nice things and they have their place but it is the word of Christ dwelling in you richly us teaching and admonishing one another that interaction between brethren teaching and admonishing one another in Psalms in the Psalms we see Christ we see the prophet David praying, preaching, pleading, appealing in the Psalms and hymns, the songs and spiritual songs. Now the songs of today are not spiritual but carnal. They are meant to appeal to a broad cross section, those on Broadway and not the believer. But we are admonished to let the word of Christ dwell in us richly teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs we ought to be singing with grace in our hearts to the lord and then we will be insulated we will have on the whole armor of god that we are able to stand and withstand in the perilous days that should come because we told you before that we should suffer tribulation in fact John the Apostle wrote, I, John, who also am your brother and companion in tribulation. So all the apostles, all the prophets, including Jesus himself, told us that we should suffer tribulation. 
We have to believe the word. We have to abide steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine. Don't be tossed to and fro with every wind of doctrine. Don't be misled. Don't be deceived. Because you know that we should suffer tribulation. That's why we were equipped with the fruit of the Spirit. That we may have that love, that joy, that peace, that long-suffering, that endurance. Yes, we were equipped with love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, and temperance to carry us through our trials, our afflictions, yes, through our tribulations. Our text today comes from 1 Thessalonians chapter 3. Paul wrote, Wherefore, when we could no longer forbear, we thought it good to be left at Athens alone. And sent Timotheus, our brother and minister of God, and our fellow laborer in the gospel of Christ, to establish you and to comfort you concerning your faith. There are many that will try to undermine your faith. There are many that will try to mislead you, to have you follow another doctrine, another Jesus. But when we heard of those things Paul wrote, he decided that he couldn't take this anymore. And it was better he be left alone at Athens and send Timotheus to Thessalonia so that he might encourage strengthen and establish the church in Thessalonica. Wherefore, when we could no longer forbear, when we could no longer withstand the things that we were hearing, we thought it good to be left alone at Athens. Timotheus was sent. Now, who was he? He was our brother. There was a fellowship, a brotherhood in the ministry. No big eyes small use it was a company of brethren they were equal they were all together and timothy was a minister of god don't just be deceived because one tells you that he's a minister the bible tells us that satan manifests himself as an angel of light how much more is ministers? So just as you have ministers of God, there are ministers of Satan. That's why you have to try the Spirit. We sent Timothy, our brother, and he, a minister of God. He, a minister of goodness, righteousness, holiness, truth, long-suffering, love and peace, a minister of God, and our fellow laborer in the gospel of Christ. He was also working in the gospel of Jesus Christ, laboring, not walking around with an appellation, not walking around with a title, not walking around called by names, but he was actually doing the work of Jesus Christ. He was a fellow laborer in the gospel of Christ. He was sent to establish you. Make sure that you have a firm foundation. Make sure that you are in right standing. And to comfort you, to care, empathize, console, to comfort you concerning your faith. Letting you know that you stand in the truth of Jesus Christ. You stand in the word of Jesus Christ. And yes, perilous times have come, but you should continue continue to stand and after having done all you should still stand paul continued by saying that no man should be moved by these afflictions none of us none of us should allow the times the seasons the occurrences the events to move us and to cause us to be drawn away from christ Paul said that no man should be moved by these afflictions. Yes, I know you are being persecuted, tried, tempted, beaten, abused, and used. But no man should be moved by these afflictions. Why? For yourselves know that we are, we are appointed there too. There are deceivers who told you otherwise, who told you that you'd have been raptured out of here. You would not have experience the things that you're going through but they 
brought you that false doctrine desiring to cause you to fall. But none of you should be moved by the afflictions that you suffer, the trials, the persecutions, the tribulations for yourselves. No, you know deep within your heart, in your soul, you just love that avenue of escape and wanted to take it. But you know, you know that we are appointed unto tribulation. The captain of our salvation was made perfect through suffering. Yes, Jesus Christ. And for as much as Christ suffered in the flesh, we should arm ourselves likewise with the same mind. So you know that we were appointed unto these afflictions, these tribulations. Why? For verily, Truly, when we were with you, we told you before that we should suffer tribulation. We told you. You knew it. You heard it. You chose not to believe it. But you knew. For verily, when we were with you, we told you before that we should suffer tribulation. Look at this. Even as it came to pass, and you know it. <laughs> when we were with you, we told you before that we should suffer tribulation, even as it came to pass, and you know. You know it, but you wanted that easy way out where you could be like Eutychus. You could look at what is happening in the world and what is happening in the church. You could sit in the window and you could have double vision. You could have 20-20 vision. A lot of people saw 20-20 and realized 20-20, yes, it referred to vision, but they didn't know what they were going to see. 2020 vision allows you to see more clearly both that which is good and that which is bad. So, like Eutychus, you sat in the window and you looked in the world when you're ready and you looked in the church when you're ready and you had a beautiful good time till you fell asleep. Falling asleep in the window is detrimental to your well-being. Eutychus fell from the window because he fell asleep in the position that he sat. He fell on the outside and they took him up for dead. The church had to pray for him for his restoration. For verily when we were with you, we told you before that we should suffer tribulation even as it came to pass and you know it. For this cause. For this cause, when I could no longer forbear, I said to know your fate. I see the trials you're going through. I know the difficulties, the persecutions, the temptings. I know that the road is rocky. I can see it in your writings, in the things you say, in the way you behave. And for this cause, when I could no longer wait, let it alone. When I could no longer tarry, I sent to know your fate. Lest by some means attempt to have tempted you. And our labor be in vain. So when I realized that you were facing hard times, perilous times, turbulent times, we sent unto you, Timotheus, our brother. We sent to know where you stand. If you remain in fate, because the tempter is there. And we do not want you to be overcome by his cunning craftiness and his evil devices. Lest by some means attempt to have tempted you. And all the work that we did, all the effort we put in, be in vain. We did not want that. But now when Timothy came from you unto us, when he returned and brought unto us good news of your faith and charity... And that ye have good remembrance of us always, greatly desiring to see us, as we also to see you. Therefore, brethren, we were comforted over you in all our affliction and distress by your faith. For now we live, if ye stand fast in the Lord. So here Paul was in writing to the Thessalonians after Timotheus had returned to him in Athens. He said, when Timotheus came back and told us the good news of your fervent faith and your charity and that you 
have us in remembrance always desiring to see us as we desire to see you we see where the assemblies the places of congregating are closed down and many of the brethren are scattered abroad and we are concerned for your well-being we are concerned how you have mm, rode out this storm we are concerned but as we begin to hear the good news that you are standing in faith standing in charity remembering us as we remember you we desire greatly to see you as you also want to see us. We are comforted. We can rest assured. We can rest assured that in all our affliction and distress, all our persecutions, our tribulations, we can rest assured. For now we live because we have heard that you are standing fast in the Lord. None of you are being moved by these light afflictions. Continue to stand and after having done all, still stand. Stand therefore. Stand in the liberty wherewith Christ hath made us free. Don't be entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Remember many people talking about entanglement these days. To be entangled is to be a mess. To be in a situation that you need to be extricated from. That you need to get yourself sorted out. Stand in the liberty of Jesus Christ. Be not entangled once again with the yoke of bondage. Don't let others put you back and bind you in the situation where you're not on your feet. But you are off your feet. You're out of control of your circumstances. You're out of control of the situations in which you find yourselves. And you become a slave to men and not to the Lord. Therefore, brethren, we were comforted over you in all our affliction and distress by your faith, by the faith that you demonstrated, by the faith that you showed, by the faith in which you walk, you talk, you live, and you move when we realize that you stood firmly in the gospel. You stood on your feet. You withstood the adversary we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world. You withstood the devil, you resisted the devil, and he fled from you. <coughs> now we know that you stand fast in the Lord. For what thanks can we render to God again for you? What thanks can we give again to God for you? There's no thanks that we can give to God again for you. We're thanking God daily, every day for you. But your life now must be the thing that which we rejoice in. For all the joy, we, we joy for your sakes before God. We are rejoicing with joy. We are drawing waters from the well of salvation. For what thanks can we render to God again for you? We gave thanks to God before for you. We are continually giving thanks to God for you. For all the joy, we, we joy for your sakes before God. You are our rejoicing. When I don't see you, when I don't see you in the word, when I don't see you running the race, we are concerned and we begin to worry about your well-being. We give thanks to you. We give thanks to God. We give thanks to God always for what you do because you bring us joy. Night and day we are praying. We are praying both night and day. In the morning we are praying. At noontime we are praying. In the nighttime we are praying. Night and day praying exceedingly that we might see your face. We are praying for you both in the good times and in the bad times. Both in the light and in the darkness. Both in the day and in the night we are praying for you. We are praying exceedingly that we might see your face and might perfect that which is lacking in your faith. We must remember we have a responsibility to leave the principles of the doctrine of Christ and go on unto perfection because everyone that uses milk in the word is unskillful in the word of righteousness. So we must go on to strong meat. So night and day we are praying we are praying that you get that zeal, that vigor, that vitality, that you might seek out that 
which is lacking in your faith. We have to strive to go on unto perfection. And there comes a time when we have to leave behind the principles of the doctrine of Christ. Repentance, faith, baptism, laid of hands, resurrection of the dead, and eternal judgment. But we cannot leave a place we've never been. We must first grasp those things, fully understand them, that we might have the foundational principles upon which we stand, and then we can go on to perfection. For when for the time you ought to be teachers, you and I have need that one teach us again, which be the first principles of the doctrine of Christ. We cannot remain in the same place and the same position of drinking milk. At 20, at 30, at 40, at 50, we cannot have a diet comprised of milk only. We have to go on onto strong meat. When we preach the same things day in, day out, the same message day in, day out, we are demonstrating to the world, yes, to the world, that we are bound to a bottle. We are bound to the bottle of milk. We must move on, go on, grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. It has become a broken record, the things that we are repeating on a daily basis. Yes, we have become repetitive, saying the same things every day in different ways, but not edifying the body of Christ. Night and day we are praying exceedingly that we might see your face and might perfect that which is lacking in your faith. There needs to be some perfecting in that which is lacking in our faith. We have to come together. We have to study together. We have to admonish one another that we may grow together. Paul then concluded by saying, Now God himself and our Father, that is our spirit. God is spirit. He blew his breath into man. And man became a living soul. So God himself and our Father is the Father of spirits, beloved. And our Lord Jesus Christ, our Master, our Master Jesus Christ. Our manifestation of God. The word was made flesh and dwell among us. Jesus Christ is the express image of the one person of God. He is the express image of his person. Now God himself, now the spirit, the father of spirits, and our Lord, he's our father and he's our Lord, direct our way unto you. So we ask in God, to direct our steps, order our steps, guide our feet, that we may come unto you, and the Lord make you to increase, and to abound in love, one toward another, and toward all men, even as we do toward you. So we pray, we pray in the Spirit. We are praying in the Spirit, that our Master, our Lord, the manifestation of the Word, Jesus Christ, direct our way unto you. Open doors, create opportunities that we may speak to you so that the Lord may make you increase. You may grow. You may abound in love one toward another and toward all men even as we do toward you. The same love that we have one toward another, we want to expand it. We want to spread it abroad more. Expand the boundaries. Reach other people. Not just shut up in the building where we preach in one to another, but we want to go in the highways and the edges to those who have not heard. I must commend many of you that have gotten the message and have gone out, gone out into the streets, into the highways, in various places of employ. You have gone out in different places. You've done the job. The Lord make you to increase and abound in love one toward another and toward all men. Not just those with whom you are familiar. Not just those from your little island. Not just 
those from your little village, but toward all men, even as we do toward you. Till the end, he may establish your hearts unblameable in holiness before God. What is the objective? What is the goal? The goal is the end the result is that he may establish your hearts unblameable in holiness before God. Job was pronounced perfect by God. Wouldn't it be nice to have God speak about you in the same way? But then, after God had spoken about Job and his perfection, the Lord said unto Satan, Hast thou considered my servant Job? So he will walk in perfection, uprightness, and holiness, but God will utter the words, Have you considered my servant? And you will suffer tribulation, you will suffer trials, you will suffer afflictions and persecutions, that you may be tested and tried, because gold must be tried in the fire, to the end that he may establish your hearts, unblameable in holiness, before God, even our Father, at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ with all his saints. Beloved, let's stand fast in the liberty wherewith Christ hath made us free. If you notice, he uses the word at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. There is a difference between the coming of the Lord and the appearing of the Lord. The appearing is instantaneous. The coming is progressive. The coming is one moving towards you. The appearing is one instantaneously making himself visible in your sight. We are looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Our topic today, our topic today, we told you before, we told you before, that we should suffer tribulation as a Christian. We are going to, as Christians, we are going to suffer tribulation. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we pray, O oh God, for your endurance. We pray for long-suffering. We pray for love, joy, peace. Yes, we pray for long-suffering. We pray for goodness and gentleness, meekness and faith. Lord, we pray that you equip us, that we are able to stand in the evil day. And after having done all, we are still able to stand. Father, we pray for all these who have gathered today to hear your word. All these who love you from the depths of their hearts. All of us, O oh God, this holy nation, this royal priesthood that have come together to lift up holy hands and to seek you. Father, establish us in our work. Establish us in your word. Help us to let the love of God be spread abroad through us in the Holy Ghost. Father, we thank you. We thank you for all those on social media that are doing the job of Jesus Christ in sincerity. Continue to establish and strengthen and perfect. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. The word tells us in Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 30. Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 30. It says, When thou art in tribulation, and all these things are come upon thee, even in the latter days, even in the days in which we now live, if thou turn to the Lord thy God and shall be obedient unto his voice, he'll bring you deliverance. When you are in tribulation, when you have heartaches, when you have trials, somebody said, just remember, God is standing by. God will be there. He said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. I will be with you in the times of trouble. He's promised never to leave you. Never to leave you alone. In Judges chapter 10 verse 14, it says, Go and cry unto the gods which ye have chosen. If that's what you want, go and cry unto the gods that you have chosen. Let them deliver you. Let them deliver you. You choose other gods beside our Lord Jesus Christ. 
So when trouble come upon us, when trouble come upon you, let the gods that you have chosen, let them deliver you, yes, let them deliver you out of your tribulations. Samuel said in 1 Samuel chapter 10, verse 19, and you this day have rejected your God, who himself saved you out of all your adversities and your tribulations, and you have said unto him, No, but set a king over us. You have engaged in politics. You have rejected the Lord Jesus Christ, the ways of God. You have rejected God who himself saved you out of all your adversities, your tribulations. You have said unto him, no, but give us a king. The word says, now therefore present yourselves before the Lord by your tribes and by your thousands. Your kings will fail. Your presidents will fail. Your senators, your prime ministers, your members of parliament will fail. Only God, Jesus, never fails. In Matthew chapter 13, verse 21, Jesus spoke saying, Yet this man had not root in himself, but he endured for a little while. He endured, he persevered, he carried on for a little while. For when tribulation or persecution ariseth because of the word, by and by he is offended. There are some Christians, they get upset so easily. The moment a word comes that is not to their liking, they get upset. But Jesus said he has no root in himself. You have to be rooted and grounded in the word that whatever comes to you just flow off. It just run off like that water on the dog's back. Jesus said, yet had he not rooted himself. He endured for a while. For when tribulation or persecution arises because of the word, because of the word of God, by and by he's offended. We are going to be persecuted for the word of God and the testimony of Jesus. So we have to learn how to stand. Jesus Christ said, for then shall be great tribulation. For then shall be great tribulation, such as was not since the beginning of the world to this time, no, nor ever shall be. Jesus spoke of the tribulation. He said it's going to be of such that it, there was nothing like it before. In Jesus' time, there was nothing to be compared to it. And in the times to come, there will never be anything even near to it. Then shall be great tribulation, such as was not since the beginning of the world to this time, no, nor ever shall be. A tribulation is coming. You have to have yourself girded with inner strength steel gotta be in your veins in Matthew chapter 24 verse 29 Jesus said immediately after the tribulation of those days immediately after it's important to recognize that word after immediately after the tribulation of those days shall the sun be darkened and the moon shall not give her light and the stars shall fall from heaven, and the powers of the heavens shall be shaken. It's going to be some turbulent times. And then shall appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven. When Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then shall we also appear with him in glory. So we're looking for that blessed hope. And the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. In John chapter 16, verse 33, Jesus spoke these words. He said, these things have I spoken unto you. I'm saying to you these things that in me, that is in Christ Jesus, you might have peace. He said, in the world, you shall have tribulation. In the world, you're going to have tribulation. He said, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. God bless you today. We trust and pray that you, yes, we trust and pray that you are encouraged, that you are able to stand even in turbulent times, that you trust in the Lord with all your hearts and lean not unto your own understanding because you are a royal priesthood. God bless you in Jesus' name.
Amen. 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 Come on home, beloved. Come on home. Won't you please? Please come home.